cult cinema catacombs. These films exist. And now, here are your hosts, Roy Buckingham and Andrew Farmer. Sanders. <laughs> Alone in the Dark. Dungeon Siege, which we've talked about. House of the Dead. God, I love this guy. Good for <laughs> you. Good for you, Will Sanderson. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to <laughs> the Catacombs. There. Um, there. Welcome to welcome to again. We're both two. in bad shape, man. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he was in blood rain. This guy books. Will Sanderson is my new favorite. He's my hero now, next to Rat Tail. <laughs> Welcome to again our second month of um, of um, Clint Howard. I'm sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't think there for a second. A Clint Howard fest, and judging off of what Andy's little rant was there, so we're going to be talking about a Yui Bowl movie here. It sounds like uh, later, later, <laughs> but not on this episode. By the way, in the name of the king, killed his career. He's only done one thing after in the name of the king. The poor guy. <laughs> He did a shit ton of Hot Wheels voice acting. I didn't know that Hot Wheels had voice acting, but good for him. That's another story. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> On this episode, we're talking about Ticks from 1993. Ticks. Ticks. Have you ever seen Ticks? I have not. This is my oh, first oh, Ticks oh. experience, my friend. Oh, you're in for a treat. This is a schlock fest and a half from 1993. You're in for a treat. If I had uh, a nickel for every time you told me I was in for a treat. <laughs> uh, before we uh, discuss a little bit about ticks, um, pre this previous weekend that we're actually recording this first part, so the beginning month, uh, the beginning of the month of April, uh, I got to go see New York Ninja on the big screen. Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, they played New York Ninja at the Texas Theater. Vinegar Syndrome has actually made a 35-millimeter print of this thing and has is, is taken it on a nationwide tour. So if you see it come to an art house theater near you, please go see it. I mean, it's it was one thing for us to watch it and discuss it. It is a whole entire new experience to watch this thing with a full audience just laughing their ass off at <laughs> bonkersness of this you- film. You went with a uh, fan of the show and future guest, Courtney Paintbucket. Yes. So, hi, Courtney. Yes, uh, she was sitting there with me the whole entire time going, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Just like with yeah. the rest of the audience, the rest of the audience. You could tell who had not seen this movie before because everyone's like, what's going on? And then you got that one scene with the guy from Interpol who explains the entire plot in a minute and a half. And this one person behind me went, Wow, that was a lot of exposition. Yeah, yeah, and it's snubbed, <laughs> snubbed at the Oscars, by the way. Uh, we haven't done a show since the Oscars. New York Ninja was snubbed. I legitimately think it should have won something <laughs> for what they did to make this movie happen. Yeah, this thing was just, I mean, it was a blast watching it with an entire audience. I just had so much fun. Um, just judging how everyone was reacting to it, Especially to Rat Tail. Everyone fell in love with Rat Tail. In fact, Rat Tail got applause uh, when his credit, during the closing credit, especially when we found out that his name was Rat Tail. Um, Good, because like, he's a gift. But yeah, this thing is definitely a, if, they, if we ever go back to midnight movies, this is a definite midnight movie right here. And 
Yeah, it was so much fun watching it with an audience. The scene when he Good. goes into drunken sword fight mode. God, the audience is awesome. <laughs> Just, what, wait, what was the audience reaction when he went to celebrate his birthday directly after his wife's death? It, it was a bunch of, what? <laughs> what? And, and, and then like, the so per- one person behind me said, oh, he's going to open his gifts. Nice. But yes. the part that I loved the most was Courtney when he's reading the postcard, which obviously has like a paragraph and a half on it, yeah. and it only is two sentences. She's like, yeah. there's a lot more writing on there. <laughs> we need to do that movie. Here's the here's my New York Ninja challenge, okay? We need to every year, now that we know what it is, and you've exposed Courtney to this. Uh, Courtney, by the way, one of the funniest people I've ever met. In my entire life, like just puts everybody to shame. Um, can't wait for her to be on the show. Um, we need to find somebody who has not been exposed to this movie and expose them to that movie <laughs> once a year, just as a as a missionary, like missionaries. <laughs> we're New York Ninja missionaries, huh? Yes, yes. We're gonna proselytize this movie. Um, I'm glad you got to see it on the big screen. I didn't have it anywhere near me up here uh, so. if, if, if it comes near you oh, oh, go you, see it yeah you it, better it believe blast. i'm going to see that movie and it's such a blast yes absolutely all right so ticks though is a movie that we're going to do i think yes uh ticks is directed by uh, again came from 1993 is directed by tony randall who gave us hellbound hellraiser 2 okay okay um, he also gave us Amityville 1992. It's about time. Uh, he also gave us the pilot episode to, I guess it's the pilot episode, or at least it was an episode of Power Rangers in Space. Weird. Uh, and okay. he, was, he was also director of the television show Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. No. Yes. No. The one with yes. Riker just asking me questions for <laughs> yes. hours on it? Yes. Great, great, yes. So, so it comes from this guy. Uh, I'm there. Okay. Great cast. I mean, not only do we have Clint Howard in in one of the most biggest Clint Howard moments in cinematic history in this okay. film, and, and you'll know it when you see it. Sure. Uh, but we've also got Peter Scolari. Uh, which, yes, one bosom buddies, 100. percent I'm there. Okay. Uh, we've also got Amy Dolan's daughter of Mickey Dolan's. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we've got Seth Green. What? <laughs> yeah. Scott Evil, Robot Chicken. Uh, oh, can't, can't hardly wait. Seth Green. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, we've got Virginia, Ke- Virginia Keen. What would uh, I know Virginia Keen from? She's done a lot of stuff in the 90s, too. Uh, Virginia Keen, some of the stuff that she has also done besides this was uh, Pump Up the Volume, The Dentist. Uh, she was in a couple of episodes of Silk Stockings. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, she, you know, so, so stuff like that. Okay. Uh, we also have uh, Rosalind Allen. Okay. Uh, Rosalind Allen is another character actress, um, bringing up her stuff right now here that she's also done besides this. Uh, she was the marine biologist in the Seinfeld episode, the marine biologist. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, she made her, she, she made her acting debut in the movie Perfect with John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis. 
she also was in the miniseries Murder One, Diary of a Serial Killer, and uh, a, a great little uh, television show called Sequest 2032 <laughs> as Dr. Wendy Smith. She was in Sequest? Yes. So, oh, shit. All right. So we've, so we've got that going on. And then if that wasn't enough, we've got Alfonso Ribeiro. Listen, I have a signed portrait of Carlton downstairs right now. Uh, get this. His character's name is Daryl Panic Lumley. That's a good name. That's it. I'm, <laughs> I'm there for this. Um. So just to kind of give you the basic idea of uh, what we're about ready to get into with this uh, extreme schlock fest of a film. Um, this is about a farmer who has developed a pesticide to help pot grow. Okay. And the pot, ha- the, the pot uh, fertilizer has an adverse effect on some ticks to to the to the point <laughs> right. where it makes them like giant ass ticks like this is a nature gone wrong movie to the extreme okay uh, if you've seen the movie slugs it's kind of in the same vein as slugs if i had to compare it to another movie with just how bizarre it gets and of course a group of teenagers uh who are I guess I, I I guess you could say that they are one step away from a scared straight program. Um, I guess it's the best way to describe these teens. They just happen to be in the same area where this pot farm is, where the the stuff leaks out and infests the ticks. Okay, so it's like the uh, 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 Night of the Living Dead rape to the grave movie that Sci-Fi Channel made. <laughs> yes. And this is actually where I first saw this movie was on the Sci-Fi Channel. Really? Yeah, and it was, of course, a little censored. Um, It made me seek out the uncensored version on home video, and I instantly fell in love with it. And like I said, there's this moment with Clint Howard in the movie that is just, chef's kiss quintessential Clint Howard. Um, Now, I did, did, after you told me the, the cast, I did go look at the cast, and it turns out that Clint's dad is in this movie as well. Yes, Rance Howard is in here as well. Yes. Okay. The sheriff. Uh huh. Yet, 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 no Ron Howard anywhere um, involved with this one. At least not that we know of. <laughs> He's just like, no, I'm, I can't be a part of this. <laughs> ticks, ticks aren't my thing. <laughs> like, I'm too busy uh, narrating Arrested Development to do anything with your tick movie, Clint. But what I love about this also is is that again the the wonderful people at Vinegar Syndrome, um, they put out a 4K Ultra HD of oh ticks. Oh my god! Why? <laughs> Guys, why not? I mean, why not? Hey, does it help you to let you know that um, I let my therapist know this morning that my Miami Connection is released in 4K through Vinegar Syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> That's the effect of this show. I'm pretty sure half of the reason I go to therapy is because of this show. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, the minute they announced this was being released, I instantly bought it. I was like, yeah, I'm buying the Ultra DC 4K of ticks. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. But 
yeah, this is, I hope you have fun with this one. I, I, I had a blast. I'll always have a blast when I watch this one. It's, it's, it is definitely gooey. It's definitely, yeah. it's, it gets grimy. Does it, it get ropey at any point? Well, <laughs> just it's a been tad, a while since we've had a real ropey movie. A, a little bit, but nothing on the same level as the Kindred. No, nothing. I mean, well, I, that set a bar that's really hard to miss. <laughs> There's a couple of uh, some grotesque uh, body horror moments with Clint Howard that I think you'll love. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just silly, silly, campy, gory fun. So I'm excited to watch this movie. I, I it's been a while since well <laughs> I was gonna say it's been a while since I've watched something super campy. So I'm really excited. But then again, I did just watch Crawl because they dropped it on HBO Max. <laughs> so it's a different kind of campy. I guess. Well, yeah, you have the glade. I mean, yeah, that's a different. Well, level. you have the glade. You have what? The, what do they call them? The, the fire horses that are just Clydesdales that run on this, but run in space. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah. But hey, you have Liam Neeson. I mean, you have a young Liam Neeson <laughs> with what could be construed as the worst haircut I've ever seen in my entire life. In this this, in this was the movie where he started learning his special set of skills. I think he did. He did. It yeah. involved an Anakin Skywalker rat tail and a shag. I don't <laughs> know what that was. But anyway, yes, I'm excited for ticks. Let's let's watch ticks. I want to watch ticks. <laughs> All right, man. So let's go ahead and go to the California Wildwoods with with with, <laughs> with Seth rag, Green. With and Seth Alfonso Green and Alfonso, Amy Dolan and Alfonso <laughs> Riviera. And get ready for ticks. Come get your bags, guys. This place looks worse than the projects. It started out small. It's got measles bumps. It's a tick. Vampires of the insect world. A part of Mother Nature's wonder. What's so inspiring about bugs and insects and snakes? But then they grew. Don't move. There's something on your back. Get it off now! And grew. Just don't touch it if you don't know what it is. Don't touch it, it attacked me. Unimaginable. Ticks do not get this big. Unthinkable. Unbelievable. There's a huge fire. Who was supposed to take things hidden this way? Where civilization ends. The nightmare begins. Everybody get up, Sam! Go! Go, go, go! It's not nice to mess with Mother Nature. And with the day that we're recording the second half of this episode, um, just realized that this movie was perfect for both 420 and Earth Day. Yeah, you lined it up great. <laughs> Completely on purpose. It's great to yeah, be watching this movie. To- yeah, totally on purpose, on accident. Um, it's great. Made me watch it, too. It's great. <laughs> awesome. 
Um, I've got to say that the restoration. I don't. I don't know where you watched it, but um, as, as I mentioned, I bought the restoration from Vinegar Syndrome on Ultra HD 4K. And the restoration is ridiculous for a movie like this because <laughs> the colors pop. You 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 really get to see the goo all over the place. Yeah, it's a gooey, ropey <laughs> movie. I, I think it's second in on goo factor to Kindred. Yeah, I was gonna say not as ropey as Kindred, but it's can't. It's, that's there. a high bar. That's but, a high bar to rope. The one thing that that impressed me with the 4K restoration is because I was going, okay, these are early 90s special effects. How is the ticks themselves, like when they're running, going to hold up? And it actually held up really good on all changes. Well, good. Okay. You know, considering you know, some of the other films I've seen restored in 4K and you know the effects, it just added that that layer of cheesiness, especially yeah. the one that's running around with the hypodermic sticking out of its oh, butt. Oh, God. This whole movie, it took a turn for the gross, real, like about halfway through. Yeah, about halfway through, it finally said, okay, screw this ABC after school special. We're going to get gross now. Right. Right. And and it was like eight movies. And I like that it was, I, I mentioned to you that I like that it was a um, an idea by somebody. Somebody yes. got an idea credit for this. <laughs> Somebody's idea was this movie. Some yeah. coked out, insane person in the early '90s was like, "I got an idea for a movie." And that was have... literally one of the credits in the closing credits, based on an idea by. Yeah, it's... <laughs> We're gonna have it's gonna be about mutated ticks, and then the tick gets into somebody and makes them into a tick. But there's also weed dealers and a weird <laughs> dynamic between Peter Scolare and. Um, Carlton, you know, from from Fresh Prince, yeah, him, but he's from the streets. I know, I know, you've seen it, and it doesn't seem like it works, but it totally works. It doesn't work. And then we're going to have a guy named Sir. I don't know. Then you're going to have, you're going to have a a family of hillbilly weed farmers. (laughs) And Amy Dolan's. And Amy Dolan's in it, sure. (laughs) Um... Yeah, God, I, where in the hell do you want to begin with this thing? Because, it, it, I mean, it, it really is all – well, first and foremost, did you have fun with it? I mean, yeah, of course I had fun with it. It was a dumb, dumb, dummy, dumb, dumb movie. You know, I love them. <laughs> where do you want to begin? Do you want to do you want to begin with – because I, I loved when you texted me about how Alfonso Rivero had his Nicolas Cage moment. Well, the- I mean, the whole, the whole story was drugs are bad. There was a – drug you know you they they sent a bunch of kids into the woods because they um you know camp was it a guidance counselor yeah the worst guy yeah, the, the worst guidance counselor in history too that um that took him out there on a like a drug like a dare program type thing and then proceeds to get pissed at them every second of the entire time oh, for sure yeah my my favorite part of the movie is so uh, the movie for me revolved around Alfonso Rivera um, <laughs> just having mental breakdown after mental breakdown <laughs> just about everything you can imagine just having mental breakdowns about it um, <clears throat> he had a mental breakdown about his dog fairly early in the film mm-hmm. um, just Hamlet shit. Just really leaving it out there. Just soliloquying 
Aseiden. Just nobody should have, nobody, I think there was one person there that he was talking to, but he didn't talk to that person the entire time. I'm supposed was, to be on the streets. I'm the one that's supposed to die. But not my dog! Not my dog! <laughs> <laughs> and th- that prompts him, I believe, to run away. Yes. So he runs away, and they, they figure out he's run away, and they go looking for him. And there is a scene where Peter Scolari is driving the the bus, the the van, um, and I forget who else was in the van with oh, him at that point. Seth Green at that point. Seth, goddamn Seth Green. There is a scene early in this film where uh, Carlton is bullying Seth Green into shooting a basket, a basketball basket. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just like, what? Is this going to become uncomfortable in a way that I'm not prepared for it to? <laughs> like, I'm prepared for a lot of things, but I'm not ready for a sexual encounter between Alfonso Rivera and Seth Green. <laughs> And what I I love is that Seth Green had the same hairdo that he had in the Burger King commercials he did. So it's like back in the early 90s. So it's like straight off set, man. He came right off the set of the Burger King commercial to make this movie. And but but that's beside the point. There is a scene where Alfonso Rivera is hiding in the mountains, in the hills surrounding the road. He sees Peter Scolare and Seth Green driving off. I guess he thinks nothing is telegraphed in this movie. It's it's the seventh seal, man. Like, I don't know what's happening, but he's in the woods and he gives, he delivers the line. Look a little harder for me. Will ya? Like it's the worst line delivery I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And it is inscrutable what he means by it. Does he mean, is he saying that they aren't looking hard enough? Does he think they're not looking for him? Is it a joke about how they're looking for him when he's right there? Like, I don't know what this movie means. <laughs> it has ticks in it. Yeah, but they it has play to... second fiddle. They play second chair to Alfonso <laughs> Rivera until, they, until much like the Spice Girls to become one. Yeah. Yeah, literally, because he gets, I mean, okay, so... It, it it deals with the things with with what happens with ticks. You know, you, you you get bitten by a tick, you're not supposed to rip it off because the head can get inside your body and burrow its way and, and cause nastiness. And ways to remove a tick, of course, is you know using Vaseline. But with the size of these ticks being the size of, of guinea pigs, there's not enough Vaseline always for use that. Fire. Yeah, so they use fire because when you put fire to a tick, it makes it pop. And oh, sure enough, did they pop oh, in this they movie? Popped in the- in the most gooey way imaginable. <laughs> um, and so the since the ticks became infected by the steroid that Clint Howard's character was using to grow his marijuana. <laughs> which why is, is it a always, sentence why I would never thought I would always say. always have to be Clint Howard? <laughs> Rughead, like, why does it always be like the guy? Clint Howard is typecast as a vague criminal using science to do things. <laughs> so the head gets ripped off in Alfonso's body and infects him to the point where, I guess, because of the steroids that Alfonso himself is using to keep himself awake and alive. Make it very clear. I need. It causes him to suddenly become a human-sized tick. Yeah, I need Gwyneth Paltrow to explain this to me. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that was not enough, I, we have um, 
you know, the, the hillbillies who I, actually the, the hillbilly who refers himself to Sir honestly gave me my favorite line in the movie, um, which was uh, people, please refrain from further stupidity. You're wasting my bullets. Yeah, that's some. So this movie was a monster movie. But it was also like a strangers level like home invasion movie. Yes. <laughs> like, what was and, going and, on here? And reefer madness because yeah, drugs are bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a definitely an anti-drug or a, a not an anti-drug, but a you know a, one of those movies where you know to support the um, the trope that uh, one of the ways you can die in a horror movie is by doing drugs. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's steroids. Steroids are bad. Here's what steroids can do to ticks and nature and, uh, you know, cause hillbillies to shoot at Alfonso Rivera and cause a forest fire. (laughs) However, this movie so much happens. However, the best part of the movie for me is 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 not Alfonso turning into the human sized tick, which is just we'll get to more of that awesomeness in a in a moment. But it is Clint Howard when he gets attacked and somehow has a giant tick aid enter his mouth. Right. And becomes the home for a bunch of ticks as as he screams at Amy Dolan's, I'm infested, and then (laughs) proceeds to explode. Uh uh, Clint Howard really gets to be Clint Howard in this film. Oh, yeah. It's the one thing I'm realizing about most of the films that we've watched so far, including this one and the other one that we watched this month, which we'll talk about, um, is Clint Howard really just gets to explore. He gets to be the anti-Ron Howard. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Like, I wonder if they made a deal at some point. <laughs> like, all right, Opie, you do that. I'm going to be a weird sailor. The, the pedals and guns and Cuban cigars, um, a drug wizard, um, a, uh, a, 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 a student at a Christian boarding school who becomes a, wi- a witch through a Macintosh computer. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the, the person in charge of a high school for uh, distribution of drugs and illegal uh, <laughs> IDs and everything. Else. And I'm going to fight a magic dodge. During during my career, what do you got, Ron? <laughs> and then you know if that wasn't enough, we also had Rance Howard, who is Clint Howard and Ron Howard's That's father true. in the movie, as the sheriff, uh, the ill-fated sheriff in the movie. <laughs> Rance Howard is like one of those um, Stephen King characters. <laughs> Did you expect to be from Maine all the time? <laughs> Yeah, it's, that whole family's legacy is interesting because you got him, you got Ron, you got Clint, and now you have Bryce Dallas. And so it's Might like, be the most successful non-weird one of the group. <laughs> so far. <laughs> so far. Yeah, it, unless she goes way off, you know, way, out, way off the field. She's you never doing, know. I she's mean, doing just fine. I mean, Jurassic Park Dominion hasn't been released yet. There, there might be a scene where she has sex with a dinosaur. You never know. You never so. know. You never know. <laughs> I sincerely hope not. Um, it, 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 the other characters in the movie, 
a couple of them for me are kind of forgettable. Like the 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 girl with the the expertise in fishing. Yeah, she had like one scene. She was just good at fishing once. Because mm-hmm. they were like, "You want to go fishing?" And they're like, "No, we're gonna stay here." But really, we're gonna go try to have sex, even though we don't have sex. <laughs> uh, and uh, she's like, "I'll go fishing. I'm good at fishing." And then that's it. That's mm-hmm. all you get. That's all you get. Uh, you got the the neglected daughter who's there to be the token neglected daughter. Right, but has her has her neglected status totally uh, overshadowed by Carlton. Well, Carlton and also Amy Dolan's because Amy Dolan's as Dee Dee. I, I love the name Dee Dee Davenport, um, who's like the, this spoiled bitch <laughs> who, thanks to the tick bite, has like this giant fucking hallucination um which i absolutely loved but the one character who is a throwaway character that i absolutely loved was the pet doctor dr kate oh yeah the the one scene that the dr kate was in it was great because when she's dissecting the giant tick and she's like sniffing and licking the goo and everything I'm, i'm just like well i don't see that happen every day at the vet like, you got to really own this scene. If you're only in one scene, you better make it work for you. And when she's fighting with the tick that's inside the dog's corpse. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> which is where where the hypodermic comes in, because she's trying to extract blood from the dog to see what would happen. But as it's extracting blood, the tick is sucking it back in and then, <laughs> like, grabs a hold of the device and somehow manages to stick it in his butt <laughs> and he comes bursting out of the dog running around the office looking like something out of like a goofier version of gremlins <laughs> it's definitely a ghoulies moment in this film <laughs> especially when peter scolari is looking around and then all of a sudden in the background you see it scuttle by and as it's scuttling by you hear the music go da-da-da-da-da-da-da yep <laughs> It's like, am I watching Clue? <laughs> and then when she finally stops the tick by just stepping on it, it says, when in doubt, squish it. When in doubt. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the end. It just, it just like abruptly ended. The, yeah. the, end, the end was, you know, the, the, the hillbillies take over the house. Um... One of the hillbillies gets bitten by a tick and starts having hallucinations. Because we should say that the idea is that when a tick bites you, it releases a um, a pain, a numbing agent that also okay. can cause hallucinations. And because these things have steroids in them, then it's made them guinea pigs. <laughs> they can cause like massive hallucinations in people. It's, it's like liquid sky. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they start having the everyone starts having these massive hallucinations when they get bit, and all you know all chaos ensues. Drives the van through the the cabin. Uh, the the tick breaks out of Alfonso Ribeiro's body after dragging him around over the place like Joe Beth Williams and Poltergeist. Yeah, but it, the 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 tick is now the size of Alfonso Ribeiro. Yes, and growling. Yes, because ticks have vocal cords. <laughs> the tick comes up like rah, rah, and uh, bites into um, 
sex machine's leg, basically, the, the horny guy, whose only point to be there was to be the horny guy. Right. Um, That's the guy that didn't want to go fishing because he wanted to have sex. Wait, had sex. And, um, and, and here we have you know Seth Green, who's playing this timid kid who has a fear of being lost in the woods. So what does his father do? Dump him in the middle of nowhere by himself. I've never, you know, one thing I Good will job. say about this movie is I've never seen in these movies, you don't get somebody that acknowledges like an, an anxious disorder, like a mental illness, like up front. Yeah. Like Seth Green is like, listen, I have a mental disorder. I'm anxious. I don't do well in the woods because some awful shit happened when I was a kid. Yet here I am like, I'm scared of everything. Like, it, that part was pretty cool. Seth Green's character was pretty cool. He has a very Seth Green moment also when he's trying to explain how he's going to save everybody. As like when they when they get the tire swing to get him over to oh the, the tire swing <laughs> to the van and he's just like, "Are you sure you're going to do this? Yeah, I, it's no issue. It's just me having to project myself outside of the window and swing in the exact angle to get myself to land on top of the van and not hit any of the ticks whatsoever. Yeah, should be no problem. Someone get me Seth a torch. Green. Yeah, it was a <laughs> Seth Green delivery. It was very early proto, like what you know Seth Green to be. <laughs> it was it was pre-Scott Evil. It, yeah, it was definitely it was definitely Seth Green's sense of humor allowed to come through. <laughs> that part made me laugh really hard. It did. Yeah, no, for sure. But yeah, they managed to escape the woods with it burning down behind them. After, after, and they got back somehow, I guess, when they got back to the city, they got rid of the van because all of a sudden we're in a junkyard. Oh, yeah. Yes, we are. And we cut to the remains of the van and the tick egg falls from underneath the van. Right, right. Dun, dun, dun. Just in case you need a sequel to the tick. Yeah. So would you recommend this one to our viewers? Yes, of course. It's so insane. It is such an insane movie. Again, it has it it features Clint Howard pretty heavily throughout the film. It's Mm -hmm. some of his wildest um and some of his wildest portrayals of, you know, a character by Clint Howard are in this movie. Yeah, I mean, he's not subdued. Like, I feel like in, in a lot of the movies and a lot of the stuff we've watched him in so far, he's been kind of subdued. You know, he's been acting. This is his Nick Cage movie. <laughs> this is his, I'm, I'm going to let it off the chain in a movie called Ticks. <laughs> I'm infected! <laughs> Just just real real solid work all around. Like, movie makes no sense, but when has that stopped us? Go watch this movie. It's super fun. <laughs> well, you've talked about how, you know, you've not been able to see, you know, Clint Howard just really go. Go for it. Yeah. Go full tilt boogie. That all changes with my my choice for my third and final Clint Howard film for the month of May. I've, I've purposely saved this one for the last because this is probably one of his most infamous films ever made. Okay. Uh, for the month of May, I've chosen The Ice Cream Man. Yes, okay. Uh, this which is... also stars Olivia de Hussey and David Naughton. So there's a cast for you. <laughs> right. It's, it's rare that you get Clint Howard in a starring role. Yes. And this one has that. So I'm for it. So, yeah, so we will be doing uh, The Ice Cream Man. Never uh, seen it, by the way. Oh, get ready. Uh, (laughs) Get get ready, because, wow. Uh, 
I, I remember the first time I saw it was it was on Showtime, and I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm going, "What the hell am I watching?" <laughs> and I'm also thinking to myself, "What bill did Olivia de Hussey owe?" <laughs> like, you How were many in pools. Does she need cleaned? <laughs> you were in Romeo and Juliet and Black Christmas. What are you doing here? <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I think you're in for a treat for this. Good. One. Yeah, I'm ready for. I, I'm. I'm going to enjoy this. Yes. For sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and that actually will make um, next month our last month. Uh, actually, yeah. The, the, the finale for it. Mm-hmm. Then we get a couple months of kind of standard fare, and then we have, um, and then we have uh, our our uh, celebration month. Yep, and then um, I don't know exactly when we're going to do it, but I know we're going to be closing out this year with Lillard Fest. Oh, we're going to do Lillard Fest. Yes, sometime this year we're going to do Lillard Fest. We can't wait for that one. Oh yeah. But yeah, July is going to be our uh, July is going to be our celebration month, uh, our four year anniversary. We've got stuff planned for that. We Uh, do. The only hint that I will give everybody right now is that we're actually going to do three films that month. Uh, one that uh, Andy and I have actually come to an agreement on saying, yeah, we need to do this one. And then I've picked one and you've picked one. I have. And we're not giving anyone hints as to what it is that we picked. Mine's going to have to come in an, in an Amazon envelope that you're going to have to sit oh, on and wait. Dear. Oh, no, yeah. not again. Yeah. <laughs> I will oh, let yeah. I will I will let you know right now that I I will spare you of what I was originally going to do to you in July because I stumbled upon this online. Uh, we were going to do Dot and the Bunny. Oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to do that. That's not something we need to do. <laughs> but I started rewatching it and I went, oh, this is worse than Dot and the Kangaroos. Yeah, we so, we've already lived through with one. <laughs> and, it, and it remains at the bottom of our list of things we would ever watch again. <laughs> so so we are not going to be doing that one. So breathe easy. OK, I will. Thanks for giving me nightmares <laughs> on that. <laughs> All right, gang. So tune in next month as we discuss the ice cream man. Uh, we will have another episode coming out soon as well, where we discuss the movie that you picked, uh, <laughs> House of the Dead. Yes. By Bull. Uh, in the meantime, folks, uh, again, I can't recommend enough Troma Now, the new streaming uh, network. Uh, for all things Troma Pictures, if you are a fan of unapologetic schlock, this is the place to go. It's at, uh, you can set your account up at watch.troma.com. The first 30 days are free, so you get a 30-day trial to decide if you want this or not. And then after that, it's $4.99 a month or $50 for a full year. And you can download the app on your Fire Stick, on your Roku, on your Apple TV, you name it. So... Um, and it has the Toxic Avenger movies restored in full glory. So if you want to see the best these movies have ever looked, and really, honestly, I can't believe how clean these movies look, then that's the place to do it. So, all right, so tune in next time as we discuss House of the Dead, and Andy will surprise me with his choice of the final film, you're going to make a choice. You're oh, going to make a choice. He's going to make me make a choice. Love. You're going to make a choice. You're going to you're going to go blind and make a choice.
Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Morpheus. Okay. This is no. This is definitely uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Holy Grail situation. Oh, God. Great. All right, gang. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.